Hi, and welcome to the Hollywood Dreammaker Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Gallo. I'm a 35-year veteran actor. I'm the kid who came out to Hollywood with 200 bucks in my pocket and a one-way ticket when I was 18. Didn't know a soul out here, and I've been living my dream ever since. I've had an amazing career. I've been an Academy Award-winning film, blockbuster film, hit TV series. You name it, I've done it, and I got the IMDb credits to prove it. Six years ago, I opened up my own school, the Manhattan Actor Studio, where I found my true passion. That's teaching the craft of acting, but not only teaching the craft of being the guy. Success leaves clues. I know how to make dreams a reality. I did it for myself, and I do it on a daily basis for my students. And I can help you achieve yours. Welcome to my podcast. Let's get started. I am super excited to introduce my guest. She's the host and creator of her own highly rated podcast, Uncover Your Magic. She's on a mission to empower her students to live a life with confidence and know that they can be, do, or have anything they desire. I want to welcome Ashley Garner to my podcast. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Billy. What a pleasure and what a full circle moment. It is today to be with you and having having started our podcast journey together. Yes, we started it uh, what a couple of years ago when the pandemic hit. Yeah, um, I was like, I had some free time on my hands. <laughs> you know, my school was you know basically closed, and I was like, how do I keep doing what I my I do? You know, how do I spread my my word without having a school? So you know, the podcast idea came in and. And we both did a course on how to create our podcast. And I mean, who knew that our podcast would blow up the way they did? I mean, you're you're one of the highly rated podcasts out there. And mine, I just looked, I'm like top 2% of all podcasts globally. It's it's It kind of blows my mind. I know, right? You know? I remember the old, you know, at the beginning thinking, who's going to listen? What, who am I going to interview? Who's going to interview? Who's going to come to the, to, um, the Zoom meeting? But... I think it's a perfect example of when you, I I always look at it like I had an inspired thought that day. I signed up for Michelle's and Jenny's class. I don't, and I, Richard at the moment said to me, Ashley, this is one more thing you're not going to finish. And I thought, huh, well, we hadn't gone. The girls hadn't been closed down yet. The schools were still open. And so I remember listening to the, um, her podcast class that something hit me like, I think I want to do this. And so I signed up the next morning. I woke up and thought, what was I thinking? I don't have time. You know, I'm the girls are young. I drive them, you know, to school, pick them up. I don't have enough time to well, fold the clothes, right. Or do the dishes or whatever. But, um, I just had that in me. And I think that inspired thought. And I know now from my growth of the podcast, from learning from these people that I get to interview every week of that inspired thought was like, that little sign going, Ashley, you got to do this. And if you don't say yes, because I always say, you got to say yes, say yes to everything, just do it. If there's a little sign in your head that says start a podcast or go, go to Billy's studio and learn how to act and become an actor, go, you know, there's, there's a reason for those little thoughts. So when I did that, the next day I get the call from the school saying, come pick me up, mom. We're closed down. I thought, that's why I have all the time in the world now. So I didn't even have a laptop, Billy. I had to borrow Presley's when she was done with school in their bedroom. (laughs) And Jenny would say, are you going to get a laptop? And I said, well, the stores are closed. They weren't shipping. It was like something weird during that time. 
And I just had to wing it. I didn't have any technical, I wouldn't know how to even do a Zoom call. I wouldn't know how to put anything in a Google Drive. I didn't know. I, I was the joke for Jenny. Like, I remember I was on the call with her all the time asking her how to do it. But I knew in my heart that I really wanted to do this. And, you know, I know you talk a lot about know your why. Mm. You know, a lot of times people are so worried on the how to do it. I really look back at those the last three years. I didn't know how to do it, but I knew my why. And when you know your why, you just keep, you you have that, you know, the eye of the tiger, you know, you're just like, I got mm. it. I, I know I'm going to figure this out. And you just keep doing it because you know your why. It's so important. Don't you That's know? when the magic happens. Yes. Yeah. That's when you uncover your magic. Yes. You know, it's, it's funny that you say that. I was, um, I don't know, it's got to be eight years ago. About eight years ago, I was in a tough place and, you know, I was going dealing with a lot of stuff, people dying, you know, heavy right. stuff. You know, I lost my 11-year-old niece to brain cancer and I lost my stepfather to prostate cancer and, you know, my wife got diagnosed with breast cancer. And I mean, it, I was getting bombarded, mm -hmm. you know, my dog ran out and got hit by a car. I mean, it was just, oh, I was geez. in a sling. I tore my rotator cuff. I mean, and we had, a, we had a miscarriage. I mean, you name it, it was happening. And I was at the worst point of my life. I mean, I really felt like life was beating me down. And I was, I was, you know, I would go, my beautiful wife during her, her journey, um, she was doing yoga. She wanted to take yoga classes. So teaching yoga. So she was doing her yoga teacher training and, and she'd come home and, you know, she'd be all, you know, blissed out because she just came back from meditation and she'd be like, and she'd see me on the couch, you know, on message to go, you you really should go try this meditation thing. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I shut my brain off. I can't do that, you know, but, right. but I listened to her. She always, she always knows what's best for me. And um, so I went and, and it took a while, but I kept showing up and I kept going to meditation and it really, it was life is game changer for me to really get out of my head. And, and then I was sitting in meditation in church where I go, quiet little church, American martyrs. I go there and I sit there and it's empty and it's just me and I'm meditating. And I got this, this inner voice, this little thing going, you have to open up an acting school. And I was like, yeah. what? My ego was like, no way. <laughs> you know, like, but this little voice kept telling me, you have to open up an acting school. And this is like, I'm, it's like the worst time in my life. I've, I've been out of work. You know, it's been a bad place. And as I walk outside the steps of the church, I find this little card on the floor and it said, time, talent, treasure. How are you sharing your time, your talent and oh. your treasure? And I, it hit me and I was okay. like, I'm really, I'm not. I mean, it's been me, ego, you know, acting me, me, me. And there was this little voice telling me that I had to open up the school. And I was like, I resisted, I resisted. And then I was like, no, I'm going to do this. And like I said, it was impossible for me to be able to create a studio at that time, especially where I live in Manhattan Beach to rent, you know, rent the place and to build out the place. I didn't have the funds and everything. But as soon as I, I said, I'm going to do this, the universe started yeah. working miraculously, delivering. I mean, I had somebody that I, I literally just met one time come to me and say, here, I want to give you this $20,000 so you can go build your school. And I was oh like, my gosh. 
Like people were literally coming over to me. They believed in what I was doing and they were, they were trying to help me make the dream a reality. So, you know, I truly believe that once you want to listen to that little inner voice, because once you do, and you take that step forward, then the universe goes, okay, now I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you all the things that you need. And and that's when the magic happens, but you have to believe you have to truly believe and have that vision. For sure. And you know, another thing is I always teach is you might think it's going to look a certain way or you have this vision, but instead to surrender to just keeping taking those steps and in being awe and wonder of, oh, I thought it was going to be this, but oh, it's this, <laughs> you know, like just keep going. And if they, our life here on this, in this body is, is like a blink of an eye, you know, don't you want to you know, do things, you know, to excite you. And, you know, I always talk about raise your vibration. Those are the things that the momentum starts, you know, and then you're like, gosh, I'm going to do this. I mean, look at you in your studio, like a waiting list, you know, like it's, it's like when you have this desire and you, and it's actually, in fact, like just finding that card on the floor, you know, and even picking it up and and looking at it as it is that there's, there's synchronicities Every single moment of the day. And you know how many we see? <laughs> so little. You could have walked past. You didn't look up, down. You know, you could have just you know, used it as a sign. You know, that people don't use the the messages from the universe to lead them to or listen. You know, it's like, you know, I always talk about the reticular activating system. And I we do this with my clients. You know, you pick something and, you know, that's how I created my white Range Rover. I had in the pandemic, I had a black, one of those Land Rover, they were the new ones. I really never liked it, but it was always in the shop and I never had it. But during that time I didn't drive and I thought it was, it was not a big deal. So all of a sudden my husband comes home and he goes, I think there's a lemon law. I think that car, because it's not even two years old would be a lemon. So, so we start going down that rabbit hole. It is. But I said to the girls, I think mom might get a new car. What would I, what would you want? me to get. And they both said a white Range Rover with white interior. And I'm like, okay. And so we went to the, we were at the dealer anyway, because my car was there. We went to the, into the parking lot and found a brand new white Range Rover, took a picture. And then we start playing this reticular activating game. I said, let's count how many white Range Rovers we see on the freeway. So the first day we'd see a couple by the time, like three days in, every car on the freeway was a white <laughs> Range Rover with white interior. And in two weeks, I had that white Range Rover that we picked, took a picture of. And it wasn't like I told the guy I want that Range Rover. He had it ready for me. The car was a, a wash. I would never have been able to do that at the moment, but they gave me all my money back for the two years that I paid. They have this huge check. And I'm like, no, I got to get that white Range Rover. And Richard's like, there's a lot with black. I go, no, it has to have white interior. (laughs) That's what the girls ordered. But I think when you teach people, like once you put your mind to something, you're going to, it's going to show up in things that, you know, but if you're not looking and you're not in your, you have your blinders on, I always say that, Mm. or your head's in your phone. Yeah. You're not focusing on the magic in the world and the universe that we get to live right now in this body, then it just passes you by. And, and then like you think of, you know, all the things that, you know, these people get up in the morning, they don't have a morning routine. They go have their coffee, roll out of bed, go have their coffee, go to work, come home, do it again. That's, that's just, that's just existing. There's no magic. 
when we are here in this to experience magic, right? Can, can we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I you, you, everything that you're saying, I, you know, I'm thinking about like this, this studio that's behind me, you know, right now. I created it in a vision board years ago, like I like 20 something years ago, I had a theater in Hollywood and it was a little on Melrose, it was a little crappy black box theater. And, and in the, when we were building this black box theater, I said, you know, why are all black box theaters, little crappy little theaters, you know, right. one of these days I want to create a, a really nice black box theater. And I literally had this vision of the theater and I cut out pictures, you know, theater seats and old style Hollywood makeup mirror and a producer's oh. lounge with the movie posters. And I, I created that vision board and now I live in it. This is, right. you know, you know, I pulled out a vision board in my in my garage the other day and this one I was living in Hollywood and I had this amazing view of, you know, the, the sunset and palm trees and whatever. Well, that's my view now. That's what right. I live in. That's what I see every day. So huge. But, so you know, it's tr truly seeing it and, and envisioning it and then really going after it like you mean it. Like, I'm going to go get this and right. taking massive action to make that a reality. You can dream it all you want, but you have to you have to take the first step. You got to create the podcast. You have to build the studio. You have to make that happen. You can't just dream it up. So right. I love this morning routine stuff. Um, can we talk a little bit about that? Oh, sure. I'm all about the morning routine. Oh, my gosh. I get up. Well, you know, I teach uh, my morning routine to my, the, I have a cl kid's class that I teach, a teenage um, class called Raising Confidence that, that um, was born through this podcast, through my Uncover Your Magic podcast, because all these parents were listening to my cup first couple of episodes and they were me doing solos and I'm like you were listening <laughs> they're like can you help my kid because they're all you know it was they were on lockdown and I was like sure and I'm thinking okay and then a couple other people all of a sudden I had these 10 kids some online some would come to the house with their masks on and and so you know when I started doing that I realized these kids and a lot of adults don't have a morning routine to set their day and I have taught my girls from the moment, I mean, really the moment they could talk or hear me, we were doing a, we were doing a gratitude journal. Mm. We were doing I am statements in the car. We were doing our prayer. You know, we have, we still do. There, there has not been a day, they're 16 and 14, that we have not done our morning routine. We have never missed it. And I'm, awesome. and because the importance of your vibration, because I always say, you know, could, you know, if you start the day in a bad mood or you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you know how long it's going to take you to get to that high vibration? You know, I always say, be the thermostat, not the thermometer. Be the mm -hmm. thermostat where people are like, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do this morning that got you to this place? You know, and then they rise to your level or they just go away. <laughs> they can't get to, they can't sustain that vibration that you've created mm -hmm. from your morning routine. So they kind of they kind of disappear. But you know, my this is my morning routine, Billy. I lay in bed, the alarm the alarm goes off, but I kind of am already awake. So it's at four, it's about now it's at 4 30. And I lay there and think of the three most just the feeling of what I felt the day before of these these gratitude, this moment, this the moments that made me really happy. Cause that's going to raise my vibration already. And then I smile. And if I don't feel like it, I just do it anyway, because you know, that those 
whatever that does to the sure. nerves, you know, it sends that message. Oh, she's happy. Okay. Well, then I'm going to make her, this is good. She's going to be happy. And then she, she's going to say in her head, because her husband's sleeping, <laughs> I'm going to have a great day. So now it's like, you're going to find everything that's going to be great. You're going to find the parking spots. You're going to make the people that you are in connection with happy. You're going to find those synchronous, those cards on the ground, you know, but you're going to, you're starting your day magic and to find the magic. So then you wake up and you look in the mirror. You don't have to say it out loud or you can do it, you know, inside your head, but you do your, I am, you look in your eyes. I am, you know, I'm beautiful. I am healthy. I am strong. I'm, I'm going to connect with someone today that is going to take me to a, something different. You know, it's like, it's just endless, but to always find new ones. Cause we can get into our rut of saying the same thing. <laughs> the girls and I go, let's mix it up. Let's think of something new that we want to be. Cause you can have anything after I am mm. It's just, you know, creating that, make it up. Like I always, I'm a big thing, a fan of fake it to you and make it like you can, you know, creating just even smiling, just showing, you know, that example is like, you're creating happy. You're, you're making yourself happy. Even if you, I always say you can put the pen in your mouth and it yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do that. That's like, uh, Oh, Billy's happy. It's like the brain's like going to find happiness. And then the gratitude journal, we always write, you know, I always say three to five things that we're, you're grateful for. They're always supposed to be different. And then I, then we put the, your intention for the day. Cause I always believe to have an intention, especially teaching kids. I mean, adults too, but to have an intention, you have to write that down. And then um, two people that you're going to give compliments to. Love that. And you, so, I mean, my girls have always gotten out of the car. I said five compliments a day, come in, pick them up after school. Who'd you give a compliment to? You know, they wear uniforms and like, be creative. Look at their earrings, look at their shoes. Maybe ask them how they did good at their soccer game or, you know, whatever, but you got to find something. And you have to do that with five people. And they would always come home and say, mom, they don't ask me. I said, that's not why you're doing it. You got to learn how to give and you need to learn how to, you know, focus on other people that always, and just watch what returns, what, how you feel when you do that. So that's the, that's basically the morning routine. You know, I've incorporated grounding things mm -hmm. I've learned, you know, um, a meditation, you know, three to five minutes. I always say, even if it's sitting in the shower, if you don't have that time and you just think you have to close your eyes and, you know, do this, still your mind. If it's guided, you know, go on, you know, I always say, find an app or, you know, it's, and it's just, people think that meditation or, you know, taking those little things is, is a lot. And it's really not, it doesn't have to be that whole, what I just said could be five minutes. You know, it's not this major you know, time consuming event. It's so important. And then once you get to see the, 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 what, what happens, the magic after you, and I am such a routine person that I, I mean, I would never miss it. I would be in a weird, the, the girls would say, mom, you, what did you, you know, you're, you're sleeping, <laughs> you know, cause I get up early, walk the dogs, do all my things. It would be so weird. And I couldn't, I said, we don't even have a moment of you know, lowness, a uh, low vibration in the morning because I've already, I've already been the thermostat. So they come downstairs ready for breakfast and it's good morning. <laughs> Love <You're> it. Ready? <laughs> so anyway, that's kind of the gist of my morning routine. <laughs> that's awesome. We have very similar morning routines, you know? We I mean, do? Yeah. Oh, 
I mean, you know, first thing I do when I wake up my eyes is I go through my gratitude list and all the beautiful things I'm grateful for, you know, this new day. And then, you know, as I go, you know, to the bathroom or whatever, as I walk there, it's just gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. And once again, when I look in the mirror, you know, the old Billy would look in the mirror and start kind of going, oh, you look like shit or blah, blah, blah. You know, I got to shut that voice down and and give myself, you know, a compliment. You know, you're yeah. beautiful, you know, and, and really be kind to myself. You know, there's I like to separate there's there's little Billy, right? Little Billy's that little voice that's going to be fearful and negative. Little Billy, you know, I had a tough childhood. So little Billy um, is fearful and has a lot of stuff, you know, issues. And he, he's always trying to jump into Big Billy uh, and drive Billy's bus of life, but he's a horrible driver. So I literally got to kick him out of the driver's seat and go, look, I love you, but, you know, you can't drive my bus of life today. Right. And I have to check him in the morning. So the way I do that is, you know, the first thing I do is, well, when I, I, I make my bed, you know, and make it tight and right. And I've already accomplished something right out of the gate. And then I go to the shower and I turn the shower on, ice cold, no hot water. And little Billy's going, we're not getting in there. No way. And I, big Billy goes, we're getting in there. <laughs> so I, I <laughs> shut him down immediately and I'm training, you know, the beast, the, you know, I have, there's little Billy and then there's the beast, the gladiator, the warrior, the one that's, you know, we're going in. <laughs> whether you like it or not, you know, and then I, as I'm in that cold shower, I give myself an, an incantation and affirmation, you know, like, I, you know, I mean, I did, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, I'm the voice, I will lead, not follow, I will create, not destroy, I'm a force for good, I'm a force for God, I am a leader, I will believe that, you know, I, I give myself in that cold shower, I'm giving myself, I'm, I'm setting my my day for who who's going to run the show, little Billy or the the beast, the gladiator, the, the right. warrior, not the warrior. So, you know, stepping into my, my, my light, the God within me, you know, because, you know, I really realized that Billy is just the shell, you know, Billy's the, the bag of bones called Billy is not who I am. Right. You know, it's the, it's, and, and, and that little Billy's, you know, had to carry his cross and do, you know, he's had to deal with his stuff in his life, but that is not who I am. I am not my thoughts that I am this beautiful light, peace, love, joy. So I give my, I let myself know in the morning who I am. I know who I am. I know what I am. I know how I serve. I am love. I am light. I am peace. I am joy. And I change my vibration immediately in the morning. And, you know, then I go for a walk on the beach and, you know, pray and meditate. And, you know, it's really, it's, you know, just, you know, visualizing all those beautiful things, you know, and I, and I give myself a, an affirmation, like, you know, today's the day of completion, miracles shall follow miracle and wonders shall never cease. I give thanks for this perfect day. And, you know, that's me setting my day off in, in, in the right path. Yeah. So that we're very similar morning mm -hmm. routines. You know, it, do you think meditation, because I love going outside. I love being, I couldn't, I grew up in Seattle and I just had to leave. The rain was just too much. And now I look at my friends that are there, it's snowing. And I thought I was walking this morning and it's freezing. My face, it's like at five, you know, I leave it go early, six to seven. Mm -hmm. My face is numb. I have my ski coat on. <laughs> I have my dogs and I'm just so grateful. And it's such a, that's like the appreciation level goes up. I, I'm so into the trees and the birds. And I mean, sometimes I see coyotes and I'm not into that, but, <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I, do you look at your nature? Like when you do your beach walks, 
as like some yeah. really meditation, like you're. Yeah, it's a spiritual, you know, it's just, I'm just in gratitude. I'm like, look at all this amazing, you know, this beautiful, the birds, the the ocean, the the clouds, the, you know, I'm, I'm really getting in touch with my senses. You know, I tell my actors all the time, you really want to get in touch and be present in right. the moment and, and really, you know, feel the sand underneath my, my toes and, and, you know, feel the warmth of the sun and hear the waves crashing, you know, just get there sensorily to be really, truly present. Right. You know, um, so, and, you know, presence is so important, like being a parent, mm-hmm. you know, being present and looking, cause I know you and Diana are amazing parents. And I, I, as a parent, as an older parent that we were, I think, you know, I did all the Tony Robbins and I know you guys did too. And I did that before I did a few of it before the kids. And then I did date with destiny um, the year before you did. (laughs) We were like, we just crossed each other's paths. The being present as as I guess the best example for me is as a parent, because when I look back at the raising them in, in their childhood, I was, I've been so present. I don't look back and go, shoot. I didn't, wasn't there for that. I didn't listen when they asked me that, you know, I don't have those voices. And I'm so grateful to know how important being in the moment is and how fast this life goes. Yeah. And I think being in the so moment, important. Oh, so important. But I really feel the gift of, of a parent of, as being in the present, you know, I mean, it's with everything. I mean, it's like even going through the holidays, cause it'll be gone in a few days, right? Well, Okay, there it goes. Did did you enjoy? Were you like savoring every moment when you mm-hmm. woke up? You got to see the kids. You know, it's like, you know, they're getting older now. It's just a whole different experience. But oh, just savoring that. And in in my head, I'm saying it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is it's just. Great. I love this. But doing that in all life, doing it, when I'm with you right now, I am so with you. I'm never, I'm not anywhere else. When I have my podcast, like when I have my guests and I'm sure you're the same, Sure. I'm just all in. Yeah, and then when where, I, what? Where are you going to be? But I mean, yeah. you know, like I just like so focused in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. It's, you know, for me, I, and I look back now, I mean, I, I'm very blessed, you know, in my career, I've been blessed that I've done very well for myself. So when my son was born, I was able to take care of him. Like my wife was working her nine to five back, you know, back in the day. And, you know, now she's, you know, doing her passion with the modeling Manhattan model studios. And she's really, you know, she, she got to retire and she's doing what she, her passion, you know, yoga and makeup. And, you know, she's all the, all her training she's giving to her students now, you know, she, you know, she grows to give, you know, she's taking all these, you know, so she, you know, she's amazing. And I want to, I want to talk, you know, my wife is cancer free because I mentioned her cancer. She's, she's healthy. So, you know, thank God for that. But, you know, during like, you know, the early on when, when my son was born, you know, we, me and my wife, we gave him a bath every night together for years, you know, Um, you know, we, we, we pray together every night, you know, we're, I mean, we've really, truly been present in his life. I mean, I've been everything. I've been his soccer coaches, football coaches, you know. Right. You know, uh, because I didn't have that. And, you know, I I wish I had that when I was a little boy. So now I get to be that. I get to be the dad that I wish I had. Right. That's what Richard did, too. Richard was the same. Yeah, my wife is the 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 such an amazing mother. You know, I, I mean, I wish I had her as a mother when I was right. a kid growing up. You know, and he's got an amazing life. You know, he's he, so he's blessed, and 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 I feel blessed, and it's really. You know, 
I used to tell them every morning when I wake up, I said, you know, be kind to everybody, you know, go to school and say hello to everybody, treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Right. You know, be kind. And, um, you know, he is, he's just a kind, gentle, you know, amazing kid because right. of that, because, of because we were present and we were there. Yep. A hundred percent. You know, what did, you know, I look at, um, you know, what the kids have gone through, you know, at, you know, having the COVID um, experience, this pandemic, you know, a lot, a big portion of their childhood, especially when they were teenagers, you know, mm-hmm. going through in high school and uh, middle school and, you know, with parents like you and Diana and Richard and I, like I, they, they didn't really skip a beat. I don't, I don't worry about their mind because I know mm-hmm. I was there and we, they look, they go back and go, mom, I wish we were still in quarantine. That was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just loved being together and having dinners and playing Monopoly and walking on the golf course and taking the dogs. And, I, you know, and, I, and then you hear the other stories, you know, yeah. and that's, that's where my heart goes to. Sure. That's my, that's probably my why is I want to help these kids see that it doesn't have to be the down, you know, this downward spiral. You know, oh, if you can look at things as happening for you, like we've mm-hmm. learned for yeah. you know, through Tony Robbins and all of the things we've learned, you know, and, and I say that to the girls all the time, like if they would always say, well, my mom always says everything's working for you, not to you, but it's, that's, I lead that with a lot of things, like everything is for you, you, you know, all the, the little things that we think are the worst things are maybe worse at that moment, but gosh, can you just say, I wonder, you know, in a couple of days, when I look back at that moment, that was so hard that it, it's going to turn your whole person, it's your perspective, right? It'll change mm-hmm. and it, you'll see why it happened and find the the magic in it because it is for you. Nothing's to you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, some of the worst times in my life, I mean, even when I, the story I was telling you earlier, you know, when I look back at cancer and all this stuff that I was going through, I look at it now as a gift. What a gift it was because, right. you know, you really, it, it got me down on my knees. It gave me my faith that, you know, you, you don't take anything for granted. You love deeper. You know, there's so many gifts that came out of it. The school came out of it, you know, finding who who I am now, you know, the, the, my roadmap as a kid was, you know, I want to be an actor, you know, uh, you know, I got that, but you know, that, that map doesn't work for me anymore. And right. that, that map doesn't lead to happiness. You know, that's an old outdated map. And I, and now I know what my, my map is. My map is how, you know, uh, how can I be of service? How can I make a difference in somebody else's life? Right. To me, you know, the secret to living is giving. And, and, and I truly found that. Mm-hmm. And I am, you know, every time my actors call me up and they go, I got an agent, I got a part, I got a this. And I, it's to me, it's so rewarding. It's so more, even more rewarding when, you know, I would get the call. I mean, I right. get more excited for them totally. than, than, than I did for myself. So it's, you know, I really found my, my destiny, right. You know, when we talk about day with destiny, I mean, and really figuring out, change your story, change your life. I mean, for me, I had some old stories that were running that were really limiting stories. And right. now I look at them and I flip the script and I really look at them and I go, what an, I'm grateful. You know, right. I had stories of, I give a quick example is, you know, my parents were divorced. You know, my mother was trying to raise three kids by herself on the mean streets of Brooklyn. And, you know, she was 20 years old and she was in an abusive relationship with my father. Long story short, you know, she once told me she didn't see me till I walked. So, you know, she used to drop me off at this woman's house and I had a story of abandonment. 
you know, and I carried that story around with me my whole life, you know, and uh, I sabotaged relationships because of I, I didn't want to get abandoned. I always felt, you know, I had abandonment issues and it was always a negative story. But now when I look at the story, it's a story of love that my mother loved me so much that she knew she was not capable of taking care of me. So she put me in the hands of somebody who could take care of me. Right. And mm -hmm. it's a completely different story. It's a story of love. And I, I choose to 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 run that story instead of the one of abandonment. Right. You know, and I, I mean, I got so many of those stories that, you know, as a child, you create these stories around events that, and you carry them around as truths, but they're not. It's a little story that a kid created. Right. You know, it's a it's a bullshit story. You know, like my mother used to drag me to the mailbox when I was a little boy and open up the mailbox and go, look, your father doesn't send child support. What does a little boy do? He creates a story. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve money. My father doesn't love me. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's just a story. You know, if I was a fly on a wall and I watched what happened is a woman and a child walked to a mailbox, they opened it, they closed it, and they went inside. That is what happened. But I created the story and I carried that story around as a truth. Mm -hmm. But now I know it's a bullshit story. <laughs> right. And I do deserve love and I do deserve money and I do deserve everything that's mine by divine right. And I know who I am. So, uh, you know, breaking those old records that, you know, we play, you know, and catching them when they're playing. Going, oh, this is an old record. I'm getting rid of that. I'm changing the channel. I don't right. want to be on that channel. I'm changing the channel to this vibration of right. who I, you know, I am love. I am light. I am, you know, whatever it is that you want to attract into your life. Well, why don't you change your language and change your thoughts? Yeah. I know you do a lot of mindset stuff. Can we talk about that? Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm, it's all about your thoughts and the, you know, how many thoughts do you think a day, 60 to 80,000 thoughts that re go through your head every day and they're all the same and they're all, most of them are negative and to be aware of that and to know that you're, that you're the only one that can create in your life. You know, no one else can make you feel anyway, you know, you can't be the victim and, you know, it's an interesting experience when you, when you can live a life of neutrality and watch yourself in the old way of, you know, whatever way, like, gosh, I used to get bad in traffic or gosh, when my husband did that, I used to get, and now it's like, oh, that's his, that's, he's on his journey. It has nothing to do with me. You know, I'm creating my life. I'm the one that's the one that, you know, thinks the, these thoughts to empower me and, you know, creates the words that I speak that are going to uplift me or uplift my kids or whatever. But I'm whatever anyone else can does, I get to choose how to react to that. Mm -hmm. And I have the power to, I mean, I, I go, I, my girls do are on the rowing team crew and I drive them uh, six days a week to mission Bay, beach, which is like a 50 minute drive. And it's in traffic, deep traffic. <laughs> now I don't care about it. I don't worry about it. We'll get there when we're supposed to. I'm in the moment, but it, you know, before I'd be like, oh, geez, you know, I'd be so stressed out about, I'm just, that's a, an example, silly mm -hmm. example, but you know, when people get so wrapped up into the story or the things that they've always done, instead of coming from a higher perspective and go, okay, in a neutral way, it would just be, this is how it's going to be. And I'm going to create my life and this experience is going to be beautiful. And I'm going to find the most beautiful ways to have a conversation with the girls, listen to fun songs, you know, talk about whatever, talk about the day and be in traffic for an hour. It's fine. And I, if someone crosses my path and gets, then that's theirs. They're on there. They must be having a rough day, <laughs> you know, but you get to choose that. 
And when you know how to choose your thoughts and especially your words in this home, the, the words, and did you ever listen to or follow um, Abraham Hicks? Uh, yes, I've listened to some, yeah. Okay, so I used to go to all her things and she's from San Diego. So I've ran into her at the mall, um, but I, that was like, I, she opened my eyes to a lot and she used to say, cancel that. Like if you said, oh, I'm so fat or, oh, I'm so poor or, you mm. know, whatever you're saying, you know, you're putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then that's, it's like a genie in a bottle. Like you, that's your wish is my command. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Right. So I would, I, I was always aware from, she really taught me that of how powerful your words are. And so raising my girls, we, it's all, you know, if someone's not feeling well, we talk about the wellness of it. Like how, what do you feel good about? We don't talk about the, the sickness part, or, you know, if we say, oh, mom, I'm so bad at math or, you know, I'm like, what? No. What, what did you do? Good. Maybe there was one, one problem. Let's talk about the good. And you need to cancel that quick mm. because you're going to be bad at math. <laughs> but you know, like, or whatever it is, but it's so your words would create your life, sure. you know, you're just like your thoughts, your thoughts are, you know, if you can really control your thoughts and learn how to meditate and, and see the separation of your stillness versus the thoughts and know that those thoughts are not even your thoughts, you know, like if you can get to that place, oh, life is just this, like, I mean, one magic moment after another. And so, so when you realize the minute you catch something that you say, those are the moments that you're like, I did say something negative. I caught it. Mm-hmm. That's a huge win. And that's a moment of, I'm going to pivot and remember that I'll, I'll switch it next time. But those are even the times that you get triggered by someone. It'd be like, okay, there's old Billy. <laughs> okay, there he goes. But it's kind of cool. You're like, you're aware. You know, it's not like the end of the world, but it's kind of fun. Like, oh, that truly triggered me, Ashley. Oh, what what is it in him that is in me? Because it can't trigger you unless it's in you. Mm-hmm. It's all a mirror. Everything's yeah. a mirror, you know? But yeah, I love, you know, I guess as a mo- when I go back to being a mom, um, having, you know, teaching these kids to, you know, be aware because I see the social media, all the pressure that we never had as a kid you know, and how this, it's just a whole different experience being a child, you know, raising a teenager in this life than it was when we did, or even getting a driver's license. I mean, we ran to that DMV to get our driver's license. These kids are like, oh, maybe, (laughs) you know, like it's not a big deal. And it's just so interesting. And I'm thinking, is it just the society, everything's kind of a you know, I can call Uber. I can get, you know, everything's so fast, mm-hmm. you know, nothing ever has to be, you know, it's like being creative or trying to, you know, I don't know. It just, everything is like copy and paste on off. We didn't have that. It, we had to, fi- you know, kind of figure things out how do we were going to do it. I don't even know where I went on that rampage sure. where that well, came from, but anyway. Sure. I mean, we, you know, we had to go like go to library or go to get an encyclopedia. I mean, they have they have it in their phone and they have access to everything and anything in that in that little device. I tell my son all the time, get off the phone, do something artistic, go paint, draw, do something else. But I don't want you to see I don't want to see you staring at that phone. Oh, me too. (laughs) Yeah, don't get me started on that phone thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you've had how many guests have you had on your podcast? 
I just put out the 140, 41st episode. Bravo. That's amazing. And and you do it every week. I mean, I'm every other week and I know how hard it is. So I, yeah. I applaud you for doing, oh. <laughs> you know, every week. So you've in, in, interviewed some amazing guests. You know, what are some of your biggest takeaways uh, from some of those guests that you've had on? You know, I look at my podcast and you might do the same, but I look at it as kind of my, like a book, like watching my growth. You know, at the beginning, it was certain, you know, different topics. And I look now like that wouldn't be who I would be, you know, opening up to. And, you know, three years into it, um, 141 episodes, it, it's a whole different experience now than it was back in the single digits or, you know, remember when we had get to 18 and you're like 90% of the podcasters, <laughs> you know, you've so surpassed, but I remember getting to those little, you know, benchmarks and, you know, now looking at it, you know, when you say it's like, you applaud me for doing it. I, I know it's hard. I know it's like, yeah, it's a commitment. And I really, it fulfills me so much. And I've learned, I, I can't imagine not doing it. Like people will message me that we're in our class. Ashley, I see you're still podcasting. And I'm like, I don't think I could not. It, I love it so much because I love learning. I love learning. I think it forces me down these rabbit holes mm-hmm. of, you know, the, of a person that I might've just brushed by because they interest me in a podcast. But when I take, when I find this person and I, I, I always, I always say like they're, I was, they were calling me or something. I don't know, like find a YouTube. I'm like, where did that person come from? Or how did I run into that person on Instagram? And I just know it's all universally attracting to me when I'm ready. Like the, the student is ready when the teacher or the, this, the teach. Yeah. The student is ready when the teacher appears, Mm -hmm. like I'm ready for these people. Cause it's just super, like it's evolved into this. I mean, the things I'm talking about now are way out there. And I, it just shows my growth, I guess. And that's probably why I love it so much because I can look back at my episodes and see, oh, I've really grown a lot. Like I think 2022 was like the most I can, I can see my growth the most and where I'm at now and how I view when I look at somebody like looking, if I was sitting there with my, um, a guest, if I'm sitting here with you a year ago today, how I like my view on you is like, we're one, we're all connected. I've, Mm -hmm. you know, like before I would be asking you like about time and, you know, and now I'm like, Oh, I've learned so much and it's addicting (laughs) in my, in the way I am. And I just can't wait for the next person to find. And so when I find these people Mm -hmm. and I get to go down their rabbit holes, it makes, it just, it sends, it, it does something to me, but it's, it really fulfills me. And I think meeting people and, you know, you look at these people on that wrote these books that I read that I, I I probably, I might've read them, but because I had to, I really wanted to, you know, study them and be ready for the interview. It took my knowledge of whatever they're really like, wow, I never would have known that. So I think it's just been a growing, it's just, it, it makes me want to learn more and more. Like, I just can't imagine where this next year is going to be. And I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, I, I do this. I grow to give. Right. You know, to yes, give to totally. my students. You know, yeah. I learn, I try to learn new things that I can, you know, I, I pick, you know, on my podcast, I've been blessed. I've had Academy Award winners, Golden Globe, Emmy Award winning, you know, casting directors, not only actors, producers, you know, writers, 
And I just pick their brains and I get all these golden nuggets that I can take back. And, and when I teach my class, I can, you know, right, give that. that to my students or right. whether it's mindset or meditation or breathing or whatever. The tool is that I'm learning from some great teachers out there that I get to to give that to. Right. You know, I have my teen class. I teach them, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, it's it's an acting class, but it's a life class. I teach them how to breathe, how to ground themselves, how uh-huh. to visualize, how to manifest whatever it is that they want. You know, I mean, I, mean, I truly believe, like you, you know, you say, uh, you know, having. Your mission is to empower students to live a life with confidence and know that they can be, do, or have anything they desire. I mean, I, that's me too. You know, I'm, you have the ability, if this dream was given to you, you know, that's why my podcast is called Hollywood Dream Maker. This, this was given to you. This is a gift. It's, it's already there. You have nothing to acquire. You just have to light it on fire. It's, it's right right there within you. The magic's already there. I mean, my course here at the studio is called the Michelangelo because yeah. all my job is is to, you know, the, the masterpiece is already there. All I got to do is chip away at right. those little limiting beliefs, the little that. things, the little stories that you're holding on to that right. you need to let go of to really step up into you who you really are. The right. powerful you, the confident you, the the fearless you, the the light within you, the God within you. Yeah. You know, I truly believe that we are one and, and everybody, the, the person, the homeless person living on, on, across the street, you know, we all have that same light. We're all yes. living in these little shells, you know, that, you know, Billy and Ashley, these shells, but this is not who we are. No. And, and, and when you can really get that and know that who you are, how powerful you are, that you have the ability to create whatever you want. And if you really sit, and I found the key to it is sitting in stillness and visualizing and taking the virtual tour and seeing yourself goal achieve, not like something that you're trying to get to. It's already, you already have it. It's there, you know, and right. then in the in in the in Billy's life, you know, I, you have to be careful what words come out of your mouth because if you say I'm going to be, you know, you visualize yourself rich and famous in your meditation, and then you say I can't afford that, you're 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 blocking that thing from coming to fruition. So it's really visualizing it, seeing it, goal achieved, and then speaking into that. And that's when the magic happens because you've already, it's it's already there. All you have to do is know that you have the power to make it come into reality. Right. I always it, say, um, like if I would, if, you know, teaching an actor, I would be like, what is that? You know, if you want to be that part, what is that person? What is that person doing today? Are they, you know, what are they doing? So become that person, you know, I mean, as an actor, like I would think all those actors that come into your studio have that. Because passion of them to, is to become another, you know, play another part, play another person. But to, I would think those people that you attract are like, if I want to be that part, if I want to play whatever role, I'm going to become that person. But that's exactly how you manifest things in your life. You become who you want to be. You become mm-hmm. that person. What do they talk about? What do they eat? What do they go do during the day? You know, what is their routine? Become it. Cause you, you I mean, it's like, it's, it, it's yours. You're just going to, all these little things are, are holding you, are holding you back. So just become that. Be, just be it, be it, see it, be it, do it. It can be all everyone. It's like people make things way too hard. Yeah. And it's those limiting beliefs. And I love getting those people to get those. Lim- I, I pull, it's like, I have this passion when I have my clients on zoom and I just can, even the kids, I can see it. 
and the, the, with the kids, you know, it's like been such a short time, you know, since zero to seven, you know, they're all programmed. Well, if I get them at 14, it's only been seven years. So it's like, okay, then they're pretty easy to erase. And mm-hmm. I, then I show them, look what, this is what you're saying. This is what you're doing. It's not true. It's what you've been programmed. So get it out and let's be done with that now. <laughs> so, and then we are, I'm with parents and it's, you know, we're in our fifties and they've played these stories their whole life, you know, and they want something, but they're, they know they can't have it because of all these, these um, things they keep saying about the, their can'ts and their won'ts and whatever, but the fear. And I'm always like, push past the fear, say, always say yes to everything. And, you know, when you have an inspired idea, do it. Can we talk about that for a second? Fear? Sure. How do, how do you push past fear? You, you, once you do it, you just go, okay, I did that time. Like, I mean, it's example is this podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, look at it. I mean, I had so much fear. I was a wreck, but I was there was no way. I'm like, I got to keep pushing. I've got to do it. And now I look at consistency, mm-hmm. momentum, you know, once that fear is pushed, you know, you, you know, I, I look at having anything in life, like you want something you, just like we were talking about, you know, that fear is a first, it's just, you know, false evidence appearing real or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, like all that fear is like, you know, Tony Robbins kick through the door, you know, like I remember like thinking just kick through the door, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like, that was a big, powerful moment at date with destiny. I remember thinking, or even at um, UPW, I just remember thinking, you know, we're the only ones that are going to live this life. We can, we're the only ones, this, this, my soul and this body at this lifetime, I'm the only one that can do anything. Am I going to sit around and just be afraid to try something or where, where's the, there's nothing. That's, that's a living a life of where you don't realize your potential. You can do anything. That your that your little inspired ideas are, but pushing past that fear, and then reminding yourself. Remember Ashley when you did that for the podcast? Mm. Oh yeah, okay. I think I can do this. Yeah, I'm gonna do it again because that was, I got it. And then you just have these little benchmarks in your life that you, you know, I always say to these kids like, "What you did that? Remember? Like, what did that feel like?" Mm. You no. Know? are you proud of that moment that you just said, I'm going to do this. And then you go there and then you were like, okay. And then you just keep, I always talk about breadcrumbs, you know, like the, the business, the card that you saw, that was a breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. You know, there's their breadcrumbs. And when you walk down that yellow brick road and you keep picking the, up the breadcrumbs, you might, you know, and, and even if there's a little fear, just do it anyway. You know? And, and I think, you know, it's always, I always talk about trusting and surrendering if it's not the way it looks, just keep going and to not question and doubt because those little words aren't true because we are so powerful and we can, we can be, do, or have anything. I always say that, but it's true. We no. can. For me, this podcast, I, I feared it big time. I mean, I was so uncomfortable because I'm an actor and, you know, I, I, like becoming somebody else, playing another character. I mean, I'm right. probably an actor because I was uncomfortable in my own skin as a kid growing up and it was easier for me to be somebody else. So, you know, when I took on Podcaster, I remember when we had to do our um, 
our intros and our outros, and I was trying to play the part of the podcaster. So I was like, hi, and welcome back to the Hollywood. And I recorded this thing, and I came home, and I played it for my son, and he, and he laughed at me. He said, Dad, you sound like a game show host. He goes, why don't you just be yourself? And I was like, oh. Oh, what a concept. Oh, what a concept. <laughs> Be yourself. Yeah. And, you know, really had to get outside my comfort zone yeah. and just be myself. And that's what I do here. I don't, I don't, you know, it's just me. This is me. And, and I had to get comfortable becoming uncomfortable. Right. You know, because yeah. when I started my podcast, man, every time I pressed that record button, my heart was pounding. Oh, or like, you. you know, I was like, I was like, I had, to, I had to check myself. Like, <laughs> what are you all nervous about? You know, <laughs> And, and, you know, now I just, I, I still get it, but it's excitement. I go, I'm, I'm excited. I've done this. I love it. You know, it's, I love right. being able to add value to somebody else's life. You know, and right. then when I get that email, go, I loved your podcast. So I really learned this thing or whatever. That's what it's all about. You know, right. just, oh, just truly sure. being of service. But, you know, that, that, you know, is an example, you know, when you talk about like pushing past fear and then if you don't, and you just live this kind of life of, you know, like safe, you know, play it safe. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have had that, what you, the way you explained it or the way I explained it, or, you know, when people keep going and just did it and then they're like, oh my gosh, I was a wreck. And then you get to episode 50 and you're like, okay, I'm getting a little better. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm okay. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's, I'm getting better. And then you, that's in everything of life, you know, like I'm sure with Jake, like everything, little, all the sports he does, like after this season, did you, how did you feel about that? You did this like next season we're going to do, it's just teaching in life. Like you just keep these benchmarks and you're moving and you're pushing past that fear. And that's when the excitement and just even hearing your voice of how it felt feels now you know, and, and didn't know the, the gifts you were going to be giving to people or the emails that you were going to get or people thanking you for making a difference in your life or, you know, you, you didn't have that story yet. You were just sitting here in this little box going, oh my gosh, I have a microphone and a computer and I have to do an intro and oh my gosh, you know, all the stuff that plays, you know, this hamster wheel mm-hmm. in everyone's mind that goes and goes and goes. And to stop that and go, you know what? <laughs> I can do anything. I can, let me just push past. I know by the time I get to, I mean, it was just, you know, I mean, if you look at a podcast, cause it's one, two, three, you know, they're numbered. So you can really, it's like such a great way to look at where you're at with in that certain thing in your life. I mean, in sports too, you can, you know, gauge on, you know, how well, you know, you're doing in a sport or an actor. Like, am I getting these parts now? Am I, you know, how many auditions am I getting? You know, but it's, it's acknowledging yourself and being proud and saying, you know, I did that. And then the next time it'll be easier. Then you'll say, you get the confidence, you know, then it builds. And then life just becomes this, like, what can I do now? I did that. Let's Mm -hmm. do something fun. Say yes to something else and try it. I mean, why not? Love that. Right. Yeah, I mean, when you mentioned Jake, you know, my son, you know, he was playing, I was coaching him in flag football, and then he went to high school, and, and he was like, Dad, I, I think I want to play football, you know, tackle football, but, you know, his fear of, like, doing it, you know, and he had to step up and get past the fear, and now, you know, he's loves it. <laughs> you know, it's oh, like, you know, it's like, Dad, I want to play football next year, you know, he, so it's really just getting past the 
that little noise, you know, that, that monkey brain, that little fearful voice that's going to tell you fear, 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 you know, and just stepping up and taking that step. You know, I like the expression fear knocked at the door, faith answered the door and nobody was there, you know, just have faith. You know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. If if that little voice is telling you to do this, go do it. Right. And then go, go take massive action. Don't let it, you know, I like to, you want to chop the head off the monster while while it's a baby. You don't want to sit back and let it grow bigger and bigger and bigger. If if something you're afraid of something, go at it immediately. Right. And you'll see that there's nothing to fear. Right. Nothing. It's all made up. Yeah. You know, and even doing something, you know, in our classes that we've taken, like with Michelle or, um, and we had to talk <laughs> or do videos, live videos. Didn't we do that? Did you do that class too? Yeah, that was, oh. that was, that was rough for me. <laughs> that was really rough. Oh my gosh. But you know, we did that. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, that's a, I, I, it was a wreck getting on there. Yeah. But once you do it and you realize I don't really care what other people think of me. I, you know, and I'm teaching that of with children, especially like, you know, just do it. Like who cares, you know, but their little minds are playing this game just like ours did. Sure. But you know, once you do it, then you're yeah. like, Oh, you got to keep doing it. Yeah. And I'm grateful for all that stuff. You know, all that, all that stuff that we did, you know, the podcast accelerator, the, you know, live video mastery, all these things, you know, just, help prepare me for doing this. You know, I was never a social media person. I said, oh, I don't do social media. But, you know, if I want to spread my word and I want to be able to touch as many people's lives as possible, I have to become a social media person. So I've I've stopped telling myself that story. I'm not a social media person. Well, no, I am a social media person. Right. And, you know, I, I, I continue to put you know, stuff out there to inspire others. And, and you'll find your audience, you know, your, your tribe, those people that want to, you know, be there because they, they love what you're saying. Right. Yeah. I used to say that too. I'm not, I don't, I put a couple pictures up of the kids a couple of times, but I don't do that. I'm like, well, no, no, now I do. And now I see now what it, the fruit of the labor, it happens when you get people to reach out to you and say, gosh, that really touched me or, that, you know, and I just, every week when I get a podcast, you know, it goes out and I get these people, you know, responding, oh, it just, that meant so much to me. I'm like, really? You know, like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad, you know, just it light, it, that lights me up and that probably gets me going to find the next guest and, you know, learning something different to share. You know, it, I just love, I, I think when I look back and know why that voice was saying, Ashley, do a podcast. It was to bring these people to light and to, I must be attracting the people to share with these listeners that are so, you know, interested and learning and, you know, would they have ever learned of that if I hadn't put, you know, like would that lady have passed across my path or would they have listened? But yeah, I just, there's always something in that voice. There's a message. And when you listen to it and you don't ignore it and Go push past that fear and, and just say yes. You know, when Tony Robbins say yes, (laughs) you know, in that room, say yes. And it's like, yes, say yes. You know, don't worry what people think. Don't worry. You'll figure it out. It'll, it's all in you. You have it all. You're not missing one thing. Love that. Yeah. I just, 
it's just stepping up and saying yes and really going, I'm going to do this. And once you take that action, magic happens. Yeah. So if you were to go back, right, and you could go back and give little Ashley some life advice, um, what would that be? Oh, everything is perfect. Everything, you know, all these experiences that you're going to go experience, know that it's all for your highest good and for everything is for you and all the things that that come into your life are for the the growth of who you're becoming and what you really like what i you know inst- would instill in little ashley is the confidence to know that you have everything inside of you 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 lack nothing and that you are pure love and all you're surrounded and protected and you take this life and do everything that comes to your mind and say yes to, and say yes to everything that's calling you and never be afraid because you have, I mean, you have, you're protected beyond and to have the, I don't know, just, you know, just believe in yourself and, and don't ever doubt your worth and be worthy of, being worthy and knowing that you are, you have everything, you have it all. Beautiful. (laughs) I think that's what I would tell her. If you were to tell the younger you, you know, here are some books you should read. What what would some of those books be? Ah, The Game of Life and How to Play It. Oh, that's my favorite. It is? Yes, it's my oh. favorite. <laughs> I it's love that favorite, you love it. Favorite, it's my favorite. Oh. I mean, all those, all those affirmations. You know, oh my divine love now floods my consciousness with health, and every cell in my body is filled with light. You know, you know, all of those affirmations at the end of the book. I, I say them on a daily basis. Oh my you know? gosh, I love that you love that book. Yeah. I would buy those books and give them to everybody. Yeah. Um, and then she, I would, the word, your word is your wand. I mean, I bought the ones where she has the four books in one book, um, but that's Florence Scovel Shin. Yeah. And um, the last, the latest book, and I've actually um, shared it with your wife and it's um, the whole body prayer. Mm. Um, she just finished it and I bought the book and my, my acupuncturist told me about it and he lives by this book. He has a stack behind his desk that he gives to people. But Billy, this book, I've never read an entire book on an airplane. (laughs) I have, it changed, it's a true story. Ask Diana about it. But I would probably say that one right now is just like in my soul. And it just, I gave it to my my, um, father-in-law to read. And he said, actually, that was the best gift I've ever received. Wow. And if you have any other books like this, please send them my way. So it's the whole body prayer? Yeah, the whole who body wrote prayer. It? Who wrote it? Yen, yem, something. <laughs> I'll put it in it. the show notes. Yeah, yeah, the whole body prayer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, ask Diana. Wait, well, I Diana got the audible. Yeah, I can't then, wait to read it. Yeah, it's, real, it's amazing. True story. She loves, she loves your podcast. My wife oh. is constantly, I go, what do you, what do you listen to? Oh, Ashley Goner. <laughs> I'm talking to her and she's got a little pods in her ear. And oh, I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? I'm listening to Ashley's podcast. So she, she, <laughs> oh, she, I just love she, her. Yes. Huge, you know, it's like fan. meeting you, you know, at, um, a couple of years ago when we went to Michelle's birthday party, you know, I had seen you and Diana on zoom, you know, from some classes and everything. And then, you know, and then 
time would go by and Diana would say, I love this podcast. And I go, oh, you're listening? And she's like, yes, I love it. And then I guess as as we grow, I don't know how to explain this, but as as like as looking at Diana and me, say two women, same age, basically, are in this journey of learning and are hungry, like our seekers, right? Mm-hmm. And we see people that connect with our energy like she does with me. I mean, mm-hmm. we went to lunch that day and it the, we were together for like, I think four hours. And it was like, oh my gosh, we would never, we were like glued. But that's when you know, like you're connected and you are, you're in my tribe, you know, she, one, one, one. But she's like, you know, it's like, I guess when you, when you get to 54 years old and you're looking around and seeing who's in your tribe, you know, it's not a big tribe, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and I always tell my girls that, you know, how many friends do I have? The ones that I do have are ones that I can sit at lunch for, for four to five hours and never get bored and talk like crazy. But that's who I surround myself with. Cause you have the choice. I don't need to, you know, it's like, but you just see the, the energy of connecting and get excited to meet somebody like that you connect with like that, that you can have that kind of conversation. I mean, I live for those days. I live for those moments of mm. being with Diana or, you know, my small little group of tribe, tribal friends. <laughs> That's awesome. She, um, I know she's like, she loves you. I mean, you have such a beautiful energy, you know, it's, I could feel your energy through, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your light, you know, your, your love, your light, your peace, your joy, you know, what you're doing. It's, you know, you can feel it. Oh, thanks. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on to my podcast and sharing your wisdom and, and, um, if my audience out there wants to, you know, get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? Uh, my, well, my podcast, Uncover Your Magic. My website is um, ashleygonner.com. And all Instagram is ashleygonner, G-O-N-O-R, like you're a goner. <laughs> and can you tell me uh, about your course, if anybody wants to take your Raising Confidence for Kids course? Yes. My raising confidence is for teenagers, uh, like 13 to 18. And I have a magic path class that are an adult parent class, eight weeks. They kind of uh, mirror each other. It's a children's version versus an adult version of the same basic eight weeks. You know, we do gratitude, a morning routine, core values, limiting beliefs. The kids learn um, the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. You know, we learn scripting and manifesting, and it's a one-on-one. I take as a small, you know, the kids are definitely one-on-one because I think they're all at different phases. And then the magic path, they do one-on-one, and then we have a big group with everybody. Um, but yeah, I do that like three, three or four times a year. I do eight weeks, and it's amazing. It's just like we were talking, you know, you you learn to give. And when I can do that, it's just, I mean, that's just lit me up so much, just like this podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you so much and keep shining your light. And I look forward to seeing you in person. I know, me too. We'll have to do that soon for sure. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks, Billy. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please rate, review, share this with your friends, subscribe if you haven't. 
Please take whatever you get from here, the golden nuggets, and apply them to your career. Go after your dreams with passion. Don't let anybody tell you it can't be done. I believe in you. Follow your dreams. I'll see you in Hollywood.